This is episode 43, Mirroring Emotions. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Walls podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ramika. And I'm Kylie. And yes, we're sisters. We're going to share stories about our life and growing up together and some personal walls we've overcome. We hope you laugh a lot. You honestly might cry a little. But our hope is that maybe you'll be inspired to go beyond the walls in your way too. So grab your coffee or tea and come on in. Customer service does a whole lot for me and it can make my day or ruin my entire day. There was this one particular time when we lived in Philadelphia, which is probably the rudest place we've ever lived. Like the worst customer service on average in most places. Mm -hmm. And I went into a clothing store and I asked for a size in the back. They didn't have the size I needed out front literally rolled her eyes at me. I was so offended. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. Like, I'm sorry. Am I ruining your day by being in your place of employment, asking you to do what's in your job description? Did you say that? No, but I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> so, And I've never forgotten it. Right. And I was Luckily, I was with somebody else, so we could acknowledge it together. Like, I didn't, I needed to let it out. I was like, you just saw that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we were both just like, wow. And so, you know, in that, I had to really talk myself off a ledge, right? To not, like, throw a big fit and just be like, wow, she must be having a really bad day. Like, this is the state of, like, Philadelphia that everybody is so unhappy and so cranky. Like, something else is going on. And clearly, this says more about them than it does about me. Mm-hmm. But in that concept, right, we're talking today about mirroring and how important it is that we can at least just acknowledge like this is just something that happens. Mm. We're going about our day, having a great time, and all of a sudden somebody else, whether it's a stranger, whether it's an employee of some place that you're in, a coworker, a family member, a roommate, or somebody you haven't even spoken to like in another car on your way someplace. And how easily they can come in and just sabotage your entire day because of an interaction, like a bad day that they were having, their own issues. And all of a sudden, it's completely transformed my mood Mm. for the worse. Yeah. I'm definitely the opposite extreme. Like, Mm. it's a good day in customer service when they just leave me alone. Mm. I don't want to talk. I want to be in and out of the store. And so it really doesn't impact me in that same way with customer service. But there are some events that happen that it's really hard for me to let go of. And I too, like want to keep replaying the event throughout the rest of the day. And it could ruin my day. It could ruin my week. Yeah. Right. Because I just keep replaying the same story. I I know with me and you, like it happens more in my deeper relationships, customer service. I'm like, just leave me alone, please. In my deeper relationships, it's more of like, I care, right? Like yeah. if they are upset with me, it matters to me. And like, you're going to be in my life. Yeah. So I really do want you to be okay with me and happy with me. And so when you're not happy with me, that's the hardest thing. We've had times where we've had to work through things and it's taken like more than just one phone call to resolve. 
And the whole time, like, I'm just replaying like what I said, what you said, how hurt you were, how disappointed you were, like, it just keeps sticking with me. And that's the energy that I'm tempted to bring throughout the rest of my day. Like, even if it was like, something that like was a misunderstanding on your part, or like, I guess, especially if it were just like something on your part that you just needed to understand more from me. Yeah but you need more time to process through it yourself. Like that's a hard space for me to be in. Yeah. Because unresolved space. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And so in the same way, like, how do I, I'm really trying to learn how to have that happen. Like have it be okay that some things are left unresolved without bringing that into like, if I have a coffee date with somebody, or if I have, you know, like, work stuff that I need to do, like not bring that to work, not bring that to this other relationship when it really just involves me and another person. Yeah. I remember hearing something once and the guy was talking about how, like, did you really have a bad day or did you just allow like a five minute incident to ruin the entire day? Mm. And it's like being able to put that into perspective, like we allow these little upsets to just completely destroy and spread into every every other area Mm -hmm. right i think of especially for those of you that are parents um out there it's really easy to like i can be having a great day and we're moving forward and all of a sudden when their energy comes into the room and they're all upset and they're cranky and they're complaining to immediately just respond in kind Mm -hmm. right i think i especially for me i'm a i'm much more of a reactor. And so I really feed off of other people's energy. Like if you're going to come at me happy, I will respond happy. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come at me attacking me, I will meet you <laughs> and attack you back. And I think really the point of this whole conversation in acknowledging like, okay, this happens to us, whether we are aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. But the first step is become aware. Like it is happening. It's going to happen. Like how do we be prepared to deal with it when it does happen to us? Mm -hmm. And so especially being able to be in a place where I can pause first and think like, okay, is this worth upsetting my entire day over? Does this, do I now need to punish every other person I come in contact with because I'm having this upset with this other person mm-hmm. or a complete stranger, you know, like threatened to rob my day of goodness, right? Like <laughs> how much control am I going to give to other people to dictate whether or not I'm going to be happy or peaceful or joyful? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like waking up and entering your day and just looking at your environment to tell you your mood and instead being able to decide for yourself how am I feeling today? Like, who do I want to be going throughout my day today? And you're the only one that gets to decide that instead of, again, putting it into other people's hands to let them just reflect what you're being given. Mm. There really are two aspects of mirroring in general that we want to talk about. One is this concept of mirroring the negative expressions or reactions of others, right? Like you come in with your own expression, your own experience, and it's more on the positive end. And then you're met with a negative expression or reaction of somebody else or negative impact of an event. And now you're 
faced with the decision to either mirror that or to recenter and go in with the attitude that you started your day with. Mm-hmm. The other aspect of mirroring really happens when like it's a bigger picture for your life, right? Like you're working from a void. Maybe you too grew up with a single mom or you were adopted or, you know, like there was a bunch of dysfunction or you had, you grew up around family members who were emotionally disengaged. And so you're working from a disadvantage or a void. And a mirror can really be a positive thing when you're able to seek out the people that you want to imitate who show up in a completely different way, right? Like you want to mirror their marriage, you want to mirror their life, you want to mirror their career path. And so you actively can seek out people and events to mirror so that you can ultimately, at the end of the day, what we always go back to is remain responsible for your life, for your decisions in your life. Yeah. With events because those tend to stick more with me. I remember like, you know, like I am really affected by the amount of sleep that I get or I don't get, right? If I have a great night of sleep, then I wake up feeling really productive and I'm like ready to take on the world. On the contrary, if I don't, then I'm tempted to just like hold that throughout my the rest of my day. Mm. And so, you know, I had a couple of different things going on and I ended up making the decision. I wanted to have a friend over. And so we ended up staying up really late. And, you know, the next day I was just like, I knew I had a lot of stuff to get done still. Right. And I had a decision when I woke up, I'm like, okay, like, are you going to allow your late night to be like, to decide your mood for the rest of the day? Are you going to allow that to say, like, to be the reason why you say no to things that you typically would? And so one of the things that I do in my life, practically speaking, is I just, I make a decision to either say yes or to say no to things that day. Mm. But they can't have any grounding in whether or not I feel tired or I got Mm -hmm. enough sleep. Like, my decision to stay up is yesterday's decision. Mm. And so I have to actively choose not to bring that into today. Yeah. So for instance, like um, there was an opportunity to go on a walk and just pray um, with Kylie when she got here and I had stayed up really late and she even gave me an out. She's like, would you rather, cause I told her I'd been up really late and she was like, would you rather just stay in the house? And I'm like, okay, like if I remove staying up late and hanging out or whatever I was doing yesterday, if I remove that reason from my decision making, then I would always say yes. Yeah. If my sleep and my tiredness is no longer a factor that I can give Kylie or myself, then my answer would be yes. I want to go for a walk. I want to pray with you. Yeah. And so that's exactly what I chose to do. And I have to like, do that same pause with every decision throughout my day. So we have a bunch of episodes that we wanted to record today for our podcast. Am I going to say yes? Or am I going to say no, but separate from whether or not I feel tired because of yesterday's decision to stay up? Yeah. And so obviously, like you guys are listening to me. So 
the decision is yes, because that's not a factor. And I just really have to take my day decision by decision and make a deliberate, intentional choice to not allow that one event or that one interaction or reaction based on an event or other people to be a part of my decision making going forward throughout the day. Yeah, that makes so much sense too. And even just hearing you describe it that way, I think it just gives voice to how easy and how often we as people just make emotionally led decisions. Mm. You know, like we're just so quick. The emotions just are always right there at the surface. They're the fastest and easiest, the most half-baked idea. (laughs) You know, like it's just, it's just easy right there. I think on the, the big picture, deeper concept that you were you know, talking about in like our big life decisions. I think in in the same way that can happen. We just take whatever's right in front of us. The one example we had, the one framework that was given to us, the way that it's always been done. And I think it takes a lot of courage and intentionality to, to decide something new. Like, what are all the possibilities? Mm -hmm. What are all the ways that I could approach this situation and, and choose from strength, right? Like choose from a place that's like, who do I really want to be as opposed to this is my only option. This is all I've been given. This is the limited resources. This is how I'm being held back. This is the best it can be. Mm -hmm. I remember Lee um, sharing that too, even like from the concept of marriage, right? Like, there's so many families that are like, this is not what I want. Like they didn't like their view of their parents' marriage or lack of marriage or singleness or the parenting style or the occupation or the financial means. And it's just like, oh, if that's what life looks like, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so then I'm just going to avoid it entirely. And I think what's always been really helpful, I think for both of us that we've gone after is being willing to look for the people then that are setting a good example. Mm. Like, who do I want to be like? Instead of just only feeling like I have to look like the people that are surrounding me or the examples that were, even if it was a good example, right? Like that there's there's no other way. Like this is the best of the best. Mm -hmm. How do we get to decide for ourselves first, who do we wanna be? If I wanna get married, what kind of marriage do I wanna have? Or if I'm gonna become a parent, what kind of parent do I wanna be? a worker, a student, like what kind of person do I want to be in this world? And if you don't have those resources right in front of you, the examples of who you want to be, then you got to go find them. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with people. I heard something yesterday, actually, and they were like a gold medalist, okay, is never going to give you a hard time for starting running. Like they would never be there to sabotage you or criticize you or to tear you down if you wanted to start running. Mm -hmm. Like someone who already is a runner Mm -hmm. will like always have your back and full of encouragement. A successful entrepreneur is never going to mock you or make fun of you at your beginning stages, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's like, go find the person that's already successful in the field or the accomplishment that you wanna be. They will always be there right behind you. Mm -hmm. But the people that are gonna criticize you are those that don't have that. Like a non-runner is not going to help you become a runner. They're not the ones that are going to like cheer you on to go accomplish your dreams, right? They're going to be the the naysayers and the complainers and the what ifs and the yeah buts. Mm -hmm. 
go surround yourself with people that want, that are already being the kind of people that you want to become. It truly is a numbers game. And I think that's the truth, like about dating, about friendships, like whatever you want in your life, you have to go where the people are, right? Like they always say, like, it's like fish in the sea, right? Like there are plenty of fish in the sea, but you have to go where the fish are swimming. Yeah. So if you're looking at mountains and you need to go to a body of water, you got to change your environment. You have to shift so that you can go where you need to go to get the resource that you're looking for. Yeah. The entrepreneurs are probably not going to be in your house where you are by yourself. Yeah. Right. Like even if you are in your house by yourself, you'll probably need to get out of your house and go to their events, go where they're showing up at those types of things. I felt the same way when I looked at marriages I remember growing up, I just saw a lot of like relationships in life. And I was just like, it just isn't attractive to me. Like if this Mm -hmm. is what marriage is, if this is what a relationship is, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. And there were different reasons too, for why, like that definitely contributed to why I didn't want to get married. And I felt like I wasn't ready to get married. But one of like, my deep reasons was like, I had never seen a marriage that I would actually want to imitate. Mm. And I had seen a lot of marriages too, in the same vein that were being praised by other people. Like Mm. people were going to them to get advice from them. Like I've seen marriages, I had seen marriages like that, but even still looking at those marriages, I was like, I still, if that's what marriage is, Mm. I don't want it. Yeah. But it's a numbers game. And so the people that I was, like even the married people that I happened to find myself around at that point in my life, were not going to be the kind of people that I wanted to imitate. Mm -hmm. My kind of marriages were the people who were like out building businesses and, you know, they were able to still express themselves like as individuals. They were probably traveling, (laughs) like, you know, like the marriages that I have now since seen and been like, okay, if that's marriage, that is what I want. It took time to find those people, but it also took time just shifting my environment so that I could go where my kind of marriages were going to be so that I could imitate them. And then one step further is that you have to actually learn and know them on a more intimate level, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you won't know that they're the kind of marriages that you want to mirror until you get to know them and how they work as a partnership. Yeah. And so you have to like spend enough time to like see where their values are in their marriage and the kinds of things that they're working on and growing in. And then you'll know if that's the kind of marriage you want to mirror. So there were a lot of times where like, I remember inviting myself over to people's houses, like not in a like rude off the wall. It kind of came up in an organic sense, but like, I would love to get time with you. I would love to be your friend. Like I would love to, you know, get to know you or I'd love to help you. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the marriages that I saw that I did want to imitate, they had kids. And so, but they had young kids. And so I was like, Hey, like if you guys ever want a date night, like, let me know. I also want to spend time with you. So like, Mm. how can we get both? Like I can watch your kids for a little bit and then maybe we can hang out or like I can come earlier before your date and maybe we can like, you know, do something. And I started building relationships with these couples and I found out that I really, I actually, I think I do really want to get married. Mm. 
in the same vein because that wasn't the stage of life that I was in. I was like, okay, like who are people that are living their life single that are peers that like are fulfilled? Yeah. Right. So even if that's something that I decide I don't want, I don't want to get married or if I do, but it's just not my situation right now. Like who are people who are living a life that is similar to mine that I would want to mirror? It's a very intentional decision and it's very, I, I don't even want to sugarcoat it. It's exhausting mm-hmm. because you have to get to know people and then find out, oh, nope, we don't align. Or like, yeah, that's not what I was looking for. And then you're going on to the next person. It's very time consuming, but it's possible. But you have to be willing to shift your environment. I love that point you made about just your emotions. If you just take emotion out of it. Emotions make great gauges, but they're terrible guides. Yeah. If they're going to be your leader throughout your life, then you'll constantly feel like you're you're out of control of what's happening in your life. Yeah. And so that's why for me, it's most helpful when that's not even a factor, a part of my decision-making. I, I have to get rid of it completely. I have the emotion, I have to acknowledge and like recognize that I do feel an emotion about it and then just let that part go and allow myself to determine if I want to, or if I don't want to do something, if I want to build a relationship with this person, or if I don't want to build this relationship with this person, or if I do want to get married, or if I don't want to get married, emotions aside. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's important too, is when we're talking about like the big picture things in life, like what are we going to do with our time and who are we going to spend our time with? You know, not one single person is going to be the perfect example. Mm-hmm. It's actually beneficial to have multiple mirrors in our lives from that standpoint, right? Like, because some people are going to have great, you know, we we all, we all have weaknesses and strengths. And so no one's going to have the perfect relationship. No one's going to have the perfect career. No one's going to have the perfect home, the best health, you know, all of those things. There's things that we're doing. We're constantly growing And if we're all just always trying to do our best and just be easy plus one and constantly on a path of being personally responsible for ourselves and being intentional with our own growth, it's okay for those people to change. And I think on the day to day, you know, it's when those little upsets come in and try and sabotage just the day and the moment you know, being able to recognize that that's, it's going to happen. How are we going to pause in those moments and decide for ourselves, like, okay, wow, I just, we had some really intense negative energy, whatever was happening, whether it's someone you do know, or you don't know, or it's a close relationship or a complete stranger. We all have energy, right? Some of us are hyper, some are really tired, some are upset and cranky. We're mourning or we're joyful. And we can just be this roller coaster of up and down and emotion. It's one thing to be able to, you know, you don't want to be laughing and happy when somebody else is really sad and going through a hardship. Like there are times where we we do want to mirror what the other person's going through. But when it's negative emotions and it's something upsetting, like how when we leave that space with them and we're going to go into another space, are we going to bring the negative draining energy with us? 
we will if we don't intentionally change it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we will allow other people in our environment to dictate who we are and how we're going to show up and what we're going to do. And I think that's a really great point for you that you were talking about, like in those day-to-day moments, like, man, am I going to let this bad day that I had today going to dictate the rest of my life? Am I going to let it dictate tomorrow? Like, is it just, it's over then I failed today. Therefore I'm just going to give up. Or does every day get to be a fresh day and a fresh start? I remember reading this book back when I wanted to go to college and that's been like always my dream. Like some kids or, you know, like some little girls, I know that they have like the dreams of like their marriage and they're like envisioning their wedding day and, you know, like all of the things that they want to have in the same way. Like I remember very vividly, like having dreams of what it would look like for me to go off to college. Mm. And one of the books that I was reading was all about how to be successful in college. Like, Mm. how do you get to graduation day? Yeah. I actually went on to work for the university as like an advisor that was helping people who were on academic probation. And I was shocked by the high percentage of people who will never graduate Wow! and be thousands of dollars in debt, but they get put on academic probation. And so they just get discouraged and they don't finish. Mm. And I remember reading this book, like before I went on to college because I wanted to make sure I was like, this has been my dream my whole life. Like I want to finish. I want to see myself graduate. And I thought it was going to be like some shocking, like revelation in, in this book, this point that they were going to make that like what separates the people who graduate from the people who won't is going to be something like access to resources or not having to worry about financial insecurity or, you know, stability or, you know, whatever. I thought it was going to be like a resource based knowledge that they were going to give me in this book. And do you know that what they found with their studies was it had actually nothing to do with resources. Mm -hmm. And actually people who were the most limited in their resources growing up were the most likely to be successful. And it's because the reason and what separated the people who would graduate from the people who didn't go on to graduate was grit. Mm. How willing are you to like be willing to overcome an upset or hurdles or obstacles as they come up in life, mm-hmm. right? And college were some of my hardest years, like emotionally things were happening. That was the first time that I went on to get counseling as well. So yeah. like when I dreamed of college, it never factored in hardship or upsets or, you know, like significant things happening in my immediate family or I didn't factor in counseling at all either. Mm. But that was the point of this book. Yeah. Because it will undoubtedly happen, but are you willing to get gritty? Mm. Right? Like the people who can just push through and not allow those obstacles that they've had to overcome to pour into or bleed into the next year yeah. or that paper or affect them not turning in a paper because you know, they ended up having to deal with all of these things. It's the people who are willing to not allow that Mm. to dictate their experience in college going forward, who make it to graduation day. Wow. That's such an interesting statistic. Mm. I would have never really thought about it in that context. 
but it completely aligns with what we've been saying this whole time, how much we want to put our life in our circumstances. You know, and I think that's the biggest takeaway that we want for you guys in this episode is to realize like we always have mirrors around us and we're always going to naturally without effort reflect whatever is in our sight. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't like what's happening around you, I think I think what's important, too, is that it doesn't mean completely get rid of your environment. It doesn't mean because if if the environment does impact you, but if it's not the source of your success or your failure, but it does impact you. And so just because the people that are closest to you, the relationships you want to keep, they're going to be times where they're going to negatively impact you or make it harder for you. You know, like their weaknesses are showing and they're making your weaknesses exposed. It's Mm -hmm. harder doesn't mean we have to get rid of them and have nothing to do with them. But it does mean how important it is that one, we continue to take personal responsibility for who I'm going to show up in the world and then make sure that in addition to those people, you also have people that are going to bring the best out of you, Mm -hmm. that are going to call you higher, that are going to reflect a great vision for yourself. You know, I think a lot of times, like, we just don't even see a better way. Mm -hmm. We're just going to do whatever's the easiest and has come naturally to us or the environment that has just already been presented. There's always a different way. There's always a better way. And so even just knowing until you find those people that are going to reflect what you want to be, you can still be that person. Like, you can still... Think of like the best marriage you want to have or the best career or the best house or the finances you want to have or be able to go to college. Like if you're the first one in your family or in your environment that's trying to do something different, you can still do that. Mm -hmm. It is going to take more grit in the sense of really owning and being responsible for the decisions that you're going to make and who you're going to show up. It takes that much more mindfulness to resist the temptation to sabotage. So don't give up. You can do it even if you don't have great examples in your life. Dream big, go find them. And in the meantime, keep doing what you need to do to be the person that you want to be. I think um, one of the really fun influencers out there, Tabitha Brown, she has a great tagline that she always closes her things with. And she says, you know, she leaves you with like, go have a great day. But even if you can't, don't go messing nobody else's. And I think it's such a great point of like, you don't mess other people's days up when you're having a bad day. But even more importantly, don't let other people's bad days or bad choices or bad lives to sabotage yours. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to work with you. If you're looking for additional coaching from us, you can log on to our website at beyondthewallspodcast.com and look at our membership for more information. Until next time. Bye.